This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Last time on the Wizard Scroll. Oh, shit. She's right outside. I gotta go grab her. Thanks, guys. You know, for a bunch of gurgling, shambling nightmare creatures, you aren't so bad. I don't mention it. Well, break time's over. Get him, boys! This time on the Wizard Scroll. How's it hanging, ladies and folks? My name is Chris R.R. Bowzo, and this is my show. You're about to hear the season three finale of my ongoing sword and sorcery sci-fi narrative. A story written, read, performed, and edited all with your ear holes in mind. But don't even concern yourself with going back to catch up quite yet, because this episode, like any episode... You know what? On second thought, this one might not be the best place to start, but if you're here on the part four, you probably heard the first three already. So all I need you to do right now is sit back, relax, (laughs) and allow me to unfurl the motherfucking wizard scroll. Crystal found herself surrounded right quick by homunculi of all kinds. Those gross, corpulent, half-wizard, half-animal hybrids wearing naught but towels wrapped around their waists. Instinctively, she removed her force-pull dagger from the scabbard at her hip, spinning in circles as to keep a better eye on all her assailants at once. Well, well, well any well. Looks like we got ourselves an intruder among us. You know what that means, boys. <laughs> Not one step. If any of you little fuckers move, I'm gonna start making Swiss cheese out of all of y'all, right? I got two eyes and a whole lot of eye lasers, and I ain't afraid to use them. Hey, that bitch just broke the chandelier. Good thinking with a net gun, Jericho. Now she can't fight back. <laughs> You monsters! Let me go, I swear to Goblin Jesus, if you do anything to me... Shut up, bitch! Ah! All right, boys, now let's all get dressed and take our new prisoner to a cell. Oh, that's okay then. Freeze, dirtbags. Scar! Well, 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 some more! If it isn't our coach, Scarlet in the flesh! See, guys, I told you it didn't... I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. I swear on your mama's maiden name, for every second you do not release her, I will kill another one of you bloody bastards. One. 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 Alright, alright, fine. Now would you please stop? You two, untie her now. Tell the rest of you get the fuck out of here before anyone realizes those were my last two shots. Scar, oh, thank goodness you're all right. And thank you for saving me. 
Oh, babe, you know I always got your back. Wait a minute. Didn't she say she ran out of ammo? Run. I know the way. Follow me. Our heroines immediately found themselves plunged into a deep pool of water, which apparently had been installed in this chamber in lieu of a floor. And let me tell you, it was so deep that neither the elf nor the huntress could see the bottom. All they saw was the inky black darkness beckoning to them from below. As they watched for a moment longer, faintly glowing yellow lights could be seen in the inky black depths like a night sky bespeckled with stars. Except these weren't stars at all, for the lights grew brighter and closer by the second. <gasps> As the darkened silhouettes those glowing yellow eyes were attached to began swimming madly in their direction. Scar, get on my back! Now! What? Why? Just do it! Scarletta obeyed. Straddling Crystal from behind as the elf kicked her leg so goddamn fast that a sonic boom erupted out behind her. This stunned their encroaching aquatic adversaries for a moment. Just enough time for the duo to get a decent head start. But the myriad sets of glowing yellow eyes and the homunculi they were attached to soon came to their senses and set upon the intruders in their midst. They were an awful lot. Those half-wizard, half-fish abominations. Bass, catfish, trout, swordfish, octopus, you name a fish. There was a half-azitaz hybrid of it down there, but I swear to good golly goblin Jesus. And those nightmare creatures glided through the water at speeds that rivaled even the elf and her blood-stained scarf of super-fast running. Crystal, they're gaining on us. Your gatling crossbow's in my bag. Grab it and shoot him! Right. Now chase 69 arrows per minute, you big floppy fish, you! Scarletta held her Gatling crossbow aloft with one arm, clutching Crystal tightly with the other as she mowed down fish creatures left and right. The inky black depths were now tinged with a shade of red, but still that horde of undersea critters remained hot on their tail. Even as the Huntress decimated their number with her rapid-fire assault, there were always more. Where one seahorse hybrid was shot down, two prawn hybrids were there to take its place. Where two piranha hybrids were both impaled with the same arrow, four shark hybrids rose from the depths and began to give chase as well. All while Crystal continued frantically swimming across the chamber. Her magic scarf imbuing her with just enough speed to have a fighting chance. Babe, I'm giving them all she's got. They just keep coming. Almost there. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I'm fresh out of arrows. Hang on to something, Scar. We're coming in hot. Ah! The elf breached from the brine mere moments before disaster, reaching the other side of this chamber just in time. Wow. I was way too close for comfort. For a second there, I thought we were fucked. Yeah, same. The women, drenched in water and the blood of their enemies, emerged through the double doors that stood before them. But upon seeing what awaited them on the other side, the pair couldn't help but stand there slack-jawed. For now, they found themselves in a fully-staffed kitchen, 
complete with various homunculi and chef outfits. They scrambled about, preparing food and loading said food into wheelbarrows to be hauled out through the door on the far wall. One homunculus in particular stood out among the rest, with his flowing blonde hair, piercing blue eyes, and soothing lilt of the Queen's English on his tongue. You call this a bloody bumblebee pie? Bruv, this tastes like dingleberries from Ork J. Simpson's asshole, you fucking donkey. Chef Pamsy! Hi, I am sorry. I'm allergic to some bumbleberries, so I use the dingleberries instead. You bumbling buffoon! You put actual dingleberries in this pie? Get the fuck out of my kitchen! Oh, Mamma Mia, Papa Pia, I'm a ruin! I'm a ruin! Hey, guy! Watch out for the. Man eating fish monsters. Come on, you sniveling tossers, look alive! Mother hungers for bumblebee pie. We have a recipe for the love of bollocks. Now, do any of you daft punks know how to read? Because I don't. <sighs> I'm surrounded by imbeciles. Pause off the secret formula, Blondie. Oi! You there, intruders, dripping fucking water all over my nice clean kitchen floor. Yes? Hello? I presume this recipe belongs to you then? Yeah, it's mine. And it kinda has a lot of sentimental value. So how's about you hand it over before I do something drastic? She and Tarot Bang. No, you don't understand. Mother hungers. I need to make her 142 of these pies before this whole tower comes crumbling down on our heads. She's rather large and rather impatient, you see. What are you waiting for, Scar? Do something drastic. But, fine. Listen, you half-man, half-Englishman abomination. If I teach you the recipe, will you please give me my paper back? Fair enough, love. I can't bloody read anyway. Scar? Are you sure about this? He's the enemy. I don't think we have a choice, Crystal. Besides, once this guy gets a taste of Gloria Questman's famous bumbleberry pie, he'll be putty in our hands. Just let me cook, alright? I've got this. First, we'll make the filling. Now grab a large bowl, we're gonna add six cups of fresh bumbleberries, two-thirds cup of sugar, one-fourth cup of flour, two tablespoons of cornstarch, one tablespoon of ground cinnamon, two tablespoons of lemon juice, and now for the secret ingredient, two heaping squirts of sriracha sauce. Sriracha? Are you off your trolley? Like a motherfucking fox I am. Now, Mr. Pamsey. Please, call me Morgan. Okay, Morgan. Keep mixing that up until it gets all smooth and homogenous. Burst a few berries if you have to. The filling cannot be dry, or else the flavors don't mix together right. Yes, chef. Perfect. Now that we've poured our filling into the crust and laid out our lattice on top, we're going to want to bake this at 420 degrees for 25 minutes. Mmm, why I say, that pie smells absolutely fucking heavenly, darling. I do believe the aroma has formed into a beckoning finger that's causing me to hover in mid-air and float towards it. Now, let's have a taste, shall we? Mmm. Oh, positively scrummy. Finally, some good fucking food. Here, take your paper. Thanks for all the help. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got 142 pies to make. Dose! 
Stir that filling till it's nice and moist, you hear? Oi! Easy with the sriracha, you barn animal, there's a fucking shortage. Roll that dough! Go on then, you fucking cunts, put your backs into it. Let's roll. Wait, where in the bloody, spunking fuck do you twats think you're going? Uh, isn't the manor well this way? Well, yes, but you can't go in there. That's Mother's Sanctum. No intruders allowed. Listen, pal, we're not going back to the Nightmare Fish Creature Room, and we're not staying here. So, by process of elimination, you can deduce that Mother is about to have some unexpected company. Come on, babe, let's bounce. Oh, bother. Well, they're fucked. How many times has this happened to you? You're looking for a decent voice actor to really bring your script to life, and you end up with guys like this. Hold on, let me deep throat my microphone real quick. Yeah, really my my mouth noises. So Hi, Billy Mays here with a fantastic new service that's taken the voice acting world by storm. Introducing the Wizard Scroll line of services, now available on Fiverr. If you're in need of professional grade voice acting for podcasts, cartoons, YouTube videos, reels, shorts, musicals, and more, then boy do I know the perfect guy for you. If you've heard any of the content Chris has put out over the past three years or so, then you already know the kind of quality your boy can deliver. So if you need fast, reliable service from a guy who gives a goddamn, get yourself to Fiverr.com today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The women stepped into a large, cavernous crevasse, bracing themselves for the worst thing either of them could possibly imagine. But still, they were not prepared for the unholy behemoth that lay in wait before them. Oh, oh yes. Feed me more, please. Oh. So this must be Mother. Oh. Ugh. Tez would have something like this in his basement. I know, right? It even looks like him. Same old hat, same old beard. Why am I not surprised? Indeed, just as the women ascertained, this colossal, worm-like creature sprawling across the length of the chamber was Mother. The very spawn of all the homunculi Crystal and Scarletta had encountered on their fetch quest thus far. Oh, yeah! Her repugnant, off-white flesh was lined with thousands upon thousands of nipples, which periodically oozed a familiar-looking green slime that made Crystal gag as she put two and two together. Various homunculi hauled wheelbarrows to and fro, dumping loads of food directly into Mother's gaping maw before returning to the kitchen and beginning to cycle anew. Presently, one homunculus in particular returned to the sanctum not with food, but with a live deer 
screeching and writhing in primal, abject fear as it was dragged to the center of the chamber and deposited into that massive, waiting mouth all the same. And lo, a new homunculus was born. A half-man, half-deer hybrid which waddled up to his mother and began suckling on the nearest available teat. your man astray from the source, my child. Now, boys. Yes, mother. Feed me an owl next. I want to make an owl baby. Sheesh. She's a huge bitch. Oh. Intruders. In my sanctum. More likely than you'd think. Seize them. Motherfucking mother's minions cast their wheelbarrows aside and set upon the intrepid intruders in their midst. Dozens of the abominations now stood in standoff as the perilous pair pressed their backs together and brandished their weapons of choice. With no more mana, arrows, or plasma bullets at their disposal, the pickings were slim. But the elf still had her laser eyes and her trusty force pole dagger, and the huntress her recently acquired scimitar. Crystal, I've got an idea. You see all the mana coming out of that thing's teats, right? Ugh, don't remind me. Wait, you're thinking what I'm thinking, aren't you? What are you waiting for, my children? Attack! In a series of choreographed motions so quick that they'd make your mama say, Oh, heck nah, I didn't know they made flying elves now. Scarletta launched Crystal gracefully into the air. Oh, heck nah, I didn't know they made flying elves now. The elf drop kicked her way right into the nearest homunculus's face, springboarded off and did a flip before drop kicking into another homunculus's face. Or was it his ass? Anyway, while all that was going on, Scarletta tore through abominations left and right with her scimitar. That long curved blade which cut fools in twain with the lightning quick efficiency of a fruit ninja. Ah! There's too many of them! But alas, there were just too many of them. The elf had successfully parkoured her way over to the center of the crevasse and was just about to take a sip from one of those oozing orifices. When she turned to see Scarletta getting trampled by the nightmare creatures. So she clutched her dagger with a robot arm, pulled back and prepared to launch it in the Huntress's direction. Scar! Catch! Got it! Now hold on tight! Crystal braced her outstretched robot arm with her regular arm as she clenched as hard as she could. <laughs> Force-pulling her dagger with Scarletta in tow. Damn, babe, good thinking. No problemo, fellow babe. Now cover me as I... Oh, oh. Imbibe this mana. Right. Oh, what the frick frackin' fuck is going on down there? I know there ain't intruders all up in my tank right now. Boys, come on. What part of seize them don't you understand? 
Crystal. How's it looking down there? We've got company. 420 milliliters of mana acquired. I'm trying, okay? Just hold them off as long as you can. Oh my god, this is so gross. Scarletta dual wielded her scimitar and the elf's dagger as she slashed into the encroaching homunculi once again, slicing through those half wizard, half animal hybrids with reckless abandon, right there in front of their mother. And let me tell you, she was having none of it. The mother screeched and squealed like a pig as she bore witness to the wholesale slaughter of her babies. So, with a single wide swipe of her tail, the colossal creature swept the huntress off her feet and sent her careening into the cold stone wall. 696.9 milliliters of mana acquired. Scar, are you okay? Oh. Hey, hands off the merchandise, Mother of all Cretans. I didn't get my full leader yet. Oh, I like you. You look delicious. I'm going to put you in my mouth now. What? No, you don't want to eat me. I'm lactose intolerant. Crystal! Scar! Scarletta had recovered from her collision and presently charged back into the fray. As she locked eyes with the elf and leapt into the air. You know what to do! Still bound in the mother's clutches, Crystal clenched once more, force pulling her dagger and the huntress attached to it straight for them. Fuck you! That's my girl you're messing with! And here came Scarletta flying through the air with both blades brandished. Oh, what the fuck is that? Like the hurtling hot mess she was, the huntress smashed into Mother's face at a rate of approximately 69 miles per hour, more than fast enough to blast clean through to the other side of her head in an explosion of bloody brains and bits of bone which now coated the Huntress and the nearby wall in equal measure. As the remaining homunculi stood dumbfoundedly in a wide berth around their mother, unable or unwilling to retaliate until they all began melting into a green and brown slurry on the cavern floor. Oh, Mother, look what your favorite son, Morgan Pemsey, has brought you. 142 bumblebee pies, fresh from the oven. Oh, bloody, bloody, bloody fuck. I do believe I'm melting. How dreadful. Babe, check it. A chest just manifested itself into existence over here. Hopefully my gauntlets are in there. Uh, oh, yes, there they are. What do we have here? A book with a face? How freaky. We can have Shmo take a look at that later, but right now we need to find a way out of this godforsaken hack hole. Well, there is a door over yonder. Oh, but I didn't get my full liter of mana yet. Crystal Antoine Everfall, for the love of fuck, you had one job! Don't worry about it, babe. We can find a measly 303.1 milliliters of mana somewhere else. Oh yeah? Like where, babe? We just fucking killed the mana well. I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Now let's get the frick out of this fucking place. All right, 
fine. I think the stale dungeon air is getting to my head anyway. It feels like we've been down here for like three months, am I right? Yeah, totally. I just can't believe the Manowell turned out to be a living being. Or not. Upon entering this final chamber, Crystal and Scarletta were hit with a pair of revelations the likes of which made the women slap their foreheads in frustration. Revelation number one. The mana well was not a living being at all, for there was a cliché-ass well filled with mana right there in the center of the room, complete with a little bucket on a rope and everything. One liter of mana acquired. Please report back to Engineer Supreme Schmobrenigan for further instruction. And revelation number two, Azatans the Wise had apparently installed an elevator down here that bypassed the entire dungeon. The women stepped inside... themselves transported all the way back up to the penthouse suite of the wizard tower. And lo, just like that, their entire adventure, Scarletta's kidnapping, Wrongham's death, Daniel in general, all of it, was rendered completely unnecessary. As the camera panned up and up and up and up and all the way up to the night sky revealing a new constellation of stars that look just like wrong half. The late Reverse Centaur. <laughs> Rest in power. <laughs> Rest in power. How's it hanging, ladies and folks? My name is Chris R.R. Balzo, and today I bring you an exciting news bulletin. I've launched a brand new secondary feed, the Wizard Scroll Knights. Knights! Prepare your pretty little ear holes for all the dark, daring, and downright delightful side content that's just too hot to be contained in the Wizard Scroll proper. From now on, this will be the place to go for all my wizard hangs. So what was like the inspiration behind your, your current series that you're doing now? Like my cock in general? or? Yeah, like your cock in general. <laughs> Wizard rolls. Hey, can I get that ghost pepper ranch sandwich? That's number nine now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, perfect. Wizards in my city. What is, that? What is this jaw? Well, the, that's normal water. It's this gamer girl bath water. What is this? That, that is, no, that's normal water. And other things as well. Hello there, everybody. My name is Like Mindell, and I'm a chocoholic. I like Mindel. So don't miss out on the adventures that await ye in the moonlit alleys of the Wizard Scroll Nights. Nights. Subscribe now and thank me later. Because things are about to get weird. With the monster defeated, the MacGuffin acquired, and the quest to the wizard's basement finally behind them, our perilous pair of heroines sat in the Wizard Tower's penthouse suite, admiring the view of the forest as they passed a doobie back and forth. Not gonna lie, Crystal, That whole quest was a fucking disaster. You're telling me. Poor wrong half. But hey, at least we got our mana. One step closer to our bloody vengeance against that piece of wizard shit. 
Oh shit, I just remembered. Azataz is dead. What? Really? How do you know what happened? We were locked up in the same cell and I fucking choked his shit out twice, babe. It was awesome. And you're sure it wasn't just one of his nightmare creatures? Uh, he was the OG. No goop or slime or animal parts or anything. Is that so? Then who, pray tell, is that? Crystal asked as she pointed out the window, directing everyone's attention down to the naked old man slithering along the forest floor. Evidently, Chapolina in Azataz's body had made her great escape from the dungeon after all. But for the women, that was neither here nor there. For when they spotted the object of their eye or buck-ass nude in the clearing, they sprung to action immediately. Smoke! We're back. We've got the mana. And a guest. I say, this is quite the surprise. As it is the wise in the flesh, I'm honestly shocked that you two bothered to bring him all the way here instead of killing him on the spot. That's the thing. We did kill him, like, six or seven times at least, but he kept magically respawning, so we tied him up instead. Is that so? Surely a master spellcaster such as this should have put up a formidable fight. Now that you mention it, yeah. So he just kind of stood there and took it for the most part. He hasn't spoken a word either. He did use a translator spell on himself at one point. Said something about a space kraken and a Freaky Friday spell, but I thought it was just a crock of orc shit. A Freaky Friday spell? Oh dear. Let me have a word with him. Crystal, would you kindly remove the man's ball gag? Right. What is your name and rank, stranger? And how in space Jesus' name have you come to occupy this man's body? I am Chapulina the Space Kraken, Squid God of the Spermuda Quadroplices. I was just been chilling in my layer, accepting an offering from some of my loyal space pirates when all of a sudden, the sacrifice started fighting back. I managed to beat the man within a centimeter of his life, but with his dying breath he fucking swat bodies with me. After being eaten alive by my own space kraken mouth, I awoke spooning with a man named Daniel. Oh, oh, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm naked! <laughs> oh the horrors. The suffering. The pain I have endured. Untold, ceaseless, never-ending nightmares. I wish for nothing more than an end to this agony. I know, right? This place fucking sucks. There is literally zero space phone service here, either. So, what's the deal, Schmo? Yeah, what does this all mean? It means that our target is no longer a wily old wizard, but a colossal fifth-dimensional squid god with legions of space pirates under his command. Yikes! Alright, so if this isn't Azataz, then what should we do with her? Ah! Fuck that squid bitch. It's because of her and her dastardly space pirates that I was marooned here in the first place. And that about does it for Season 3 of The Wizard Scroll. Thanks for tuning in to me screaming about wizards for a half hour. If you're still here, odds are that you've enjoyed what you just heard and are stoked for more. Well, fear not, because we've got three whole seasons worth of episodes right here to check out while you wait for the next one to drop. 
and or check out Wizard Scroll Nights. Nights. Where I've got a whole cavalcade of random shit, skullduggery interviews and whatnot for you to enjoy in preparation for season four. I'd like to take this time right now to thank everybody who's been a part of this community. Like, especially recently, everybody joining in the Discord, you know, just gassing me up, boosting my ego like this. This is, this is wonderful. This is everything I could have ever asked for. So thank you, Gavin Riser, my, my boy. You've, you've been with me for so long. Thank you for everything. Sean McBee. Mr. Fandom Lim himself, thank you. You saw you saw my potential before anyone else. Skylar Giordano, my boy, my father, my son, my Holy Spirit, James Hart as well. You too, Omega Star 7 has been a second home for me. It's my home away from home. I'd like to thank Tim Jennings for not only being embodying the the, the man, the myth, the legend, King Rodney himself, but for prior works that have inspired me to do what I'm doing right now. You're very very much at least a contributing factor for why I'm here doing what I'm doing right now, standing right here with this microphone. Chrissy, Gabby, the two of you are just wonderful. Getting to know you, it's been a really great time. Having actual females voice my female roles, it just feels right now. It really does. <laughs> Kier Zoo, a.k.a. Mr. fucking Morgan Pamsey himself. Thanks for coming on the show. Fucking check him out. Check out his link in the description as well. And of course we have Ace D Wizard and Dr. Phil. Two really solid dudes. Fucking telling stories, shooting shit, cracking wise with them over on Wizard Hang, over on Wizard Scroll Nights. Nights! Has been a delight. And of course, my patrons. Umbreal Shadow. Check him out. He's got a podcast of his own now, the Time Wasters Association Today, Twat. I've had a minor appearance there. You might you might hear something familiar. And of course, Kurt, aka Motorhead. You know, I haven't had I haven't talked to you much, but you know what? You seem like a real nice guy. I appreciate you giving me $4.20 a month. Uh, that about does it for this here ramble. Word of mouth is how this show can continue to grow. So share the shit out of it with everyone you know. And until next season. Now buckle your thuggles, buckaroos, because next season on the Wizard's Girl it's gonna be a ba 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 bumpy ride. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Please try to get some sleep tonight. I've been trying to sleep all week. Nothing helps. You could try sleep sound. No thanks. You've had enough nightmares for the both of us. Let me go! Come on. The medication has nothing to do with that. I haven't had a bad dream in ages. <laughs> Ever since your highly problematic affair in Idaho? Stop. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Well, you still haven't told me who you're bringing to graduation. Oh, your heart is racing. How can you tell? You're lying on top of me. What if I don't want anyone else to know yet? And it wasn't a bad dream? I don't know. Christopher, you know. Can't you appreciate that I'm trying to help you here? Thanks for the pills, Lils. Mm -hmm.
Dreamers, Season 2 by Broken Crown Productions. Tune in weekly wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you.